remember my neighbor, uh, Debbie, uh, across the road from me, she, they took her to the hospital and preached last night. She didn't remember. <coughs> My friend at work, uh, the one that had cancer and was doing the treatment, she went back in for checkups and she's in the new She said that thank you all for bringing
schön gewöhnen. everyone out of the house of the Lord this morning. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. We're here. The Lord's watched over us another week and took care of us. Again, to study and pray this week, and I, as we are, here we are again. Uh, I love the Lord and I love His Word and I love what He shows me. And uh, I sit down at my desk was studying and I began to think about this and I thought it was the way I wanted to go and I had studied towards that way and it looked like that's where I was going to go and there was something still just kind of in the back on my heart something the Lord showed me earlier in the week that I <clears throat> quite honestly didn't want to talk about just, just to tell you straight up the truth about it I didn't want to talk about it and I thought well I'll go this way and I sat down and I said, that, that'd be good, but it's dry, it's dry, it wasn't nothing to it. It's good, God's Word's good, it was good, but there wasn't nothing to it. <clears throat> and then this thought came across to me. I thought, now Lord, I can't get up there and say that. Because I ain't about two people at church speak to me, and I said, I'm about to lose in. <laughs> And he said, as long as it's all right with me and you, it's all right. And I thought, okay, I got to go the way God, what God gives me. And I, I, I don't have, it's been preached about clouds with no water. It's been preached and taught and said about things uh, pertaining to uh, our lives. And sometimes I've told Lord, I just feel like that I'm a broken record. And I thought about God showed me this altar and it was still empty. And he said, he showed me, he said, what are you going to do with it? And you know what we do with it? Nothing. And he showed me the other day, I was having a conversation and I was telling what I felt in my heart needed to be said as a father. And there was a brick wall right in front of me. Only time one of them bricks moved was when an opinion came over that would move the brick long enough to let me know what their opinion was and put it back. Yeah. I wouldn't hear nothing you said. Yeah. And I thought, apply that to your spiritual life when God sent the Word time and time again of what we need to be doing, where we need to go, how we need to conduct ourselves. And then I sit in my chair and just put it on me. And I said, Lord, I... Lord, I, he showed me the other day when I seen it. When I first seen it, it was just a bunch of words. God said, "You have to dig." And as I went through, and I got my Bible, I went to looking. I thought, "Oh my, I've heard that, but I didn't." Oh my. <laughs> so the thought this morning is, <clears throat> can we agree? So he sent me to this. And I'm going to read one 
heart to you. And I want you to listen to what this says. This will be the first of the 18 articles of faith. And I want you to listen to what God let someone write down for our learning, for our hearing, so we could apply it to our lives. Without that is of no value. And that was something I said. Advice and lessons that someone has learned that they tell you about that to help, to help you will not be any good to you if you don't use them. If you don't apply them to your heart, don't apply them to your life, it is of no value. You forget everything I say by the time you walk out that door. But I'll still have to do what God had me to do, and that's what exactly what I'll have to do. And I'm telling you, I choked a lot over this. So you guys got to pray for me, because this is kind of hard for me. The first article of faith says this. We believe, so can we agree? We believe that the Holy Bible was written by men divinely inspired and is a perfect treasure of heavenly instruction that it has God for its author, salvation for its end, and truth without any mixture of error for its matter, that it reveals the principles by which God will judge us, therefore is and shall remain to the end of the world the true center of Christian union and the supreme standard by which all human conduct, creed, and opinions should be tried. So can we agree about that? Amen. Can we agree? It's true. Amen. And now it's going to get hard. So we agree that we believe what's in here. Yes. Can we all agree on that? Okay. Trust me, I about fell out of my chair when I read this. And I'd heard it, but it matters. God matters. And if you're going to have any spirit and power in your life and you'll see any of your people lost, that are lost, say, we got to measure up to this. That's the truth. Now, whether you use your personal altar at home, I have one. I pray. I prayed this morning. I prayed last night. I prayed earlier in the week. I asked God to help me. He showed me some things. And again, like I said, I was going to go another way. It was sure sweet. This ain't. Okay? It's not. And I'm telling you, I probably read it a hundred times, and every time I choked. And it's in here. So I have read to you the first article of faith that we believe this is a heavenly treasure. God requires some things. In our daily walk of life, in our spiritual walk of life, and where we're at with Him is our own doings and our own choice. You can you can walk as close with God as you want to. The bad part about it is a lot of us don't have a want to. Okay, and I've told you that before. Just close enough to see what's going on, but not close enough to get involved. And you'll find 
There's one thing that God showed me. The way of a transgressor is hard. How would you know that, Marty? Yeah. <laughs> I wore them shoes. I know exactly how it works. So I've got to follow what I feel in my heart I've got to do. And again, can we agree? Okay, now we agree that we're supposed to move up and live by this, right? Amen. Can we agree that God inspired someone to write this down for our knowledge and for our use and for what we can do on a daily basis? Again, the gospel's been preached. Mark said it. Freddie said it. Eddie said it. Dusty said it. Oh my goodness, all around it, everywhere. What do we do? There's a wall, there's a brick wall right there, and I mean it's a good solid one too. It's not one of them moves around, it's one of them solid ones. And they move a brick just long enough to give you their opinion, put it back. In other words, don't hear nothing you got to say. Yeah. So, can we agree? Can we agree? Okay. <clears throat> this would be the 16th chapter of the book of Romans. New Testament, for those who need to know, some people believe the New Testament is where we're as born again child of God and being under the blood and under grace. We're supposed to lean more towards the New Testament. However, I feel like the Old Testament is just as wonderful as the New Testament. There's just as much stuff back there that people went through and did to help you through your daily walk. If you'll read and you'll understand, you'll see what it is. It's just as wonderful. It's, it's for me and being it's wonderful. 16th chapter, Book of Romans, 17th verse says this now let me now the time we're in now I beseech strongly encourage now I beseech strongly encourage now you listen to what this I'm telling you listen <coughs> Now I beseech you. Here's that word again. Brother. Brother. Are you in that club yet? Are you in that club yet? Now I told you last week what it was. You just don't come in here and shake hands and fellowship around in the church. And become a brother. To be a brethren, you must have a testimony to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That is the qualification for being a brother. Other than that, this is just a book for you. Yeah. But once you get it, then you'll understand. <clears throat> now I beseech you, brethren, mark them which cause divisions. Yes. And offenses, now I want you to listen to what it says right here. And offenses, contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned. Now here's the part that we only want to talk about. 
Here's the part that we don't want to talk about. You ready? Anaboism. Now what is that? Oh my, I read that and I just sat down. I did. I sat down. Lord showed it to me and I thought, oh my. So what does that mean? Exactly what God wrote down. Mark them. Know who they are. True. Which cause division. They're all around us. In your daily walk of life, they're all around you. Guys I work with make it problem. They have something going on, they go tear something off so you have a problem. People you like the same thing. <clears throat> Which cause divisions and offenses contrary to the doctrine. Now, I read you the first article of faith, yeah. which is a doctrine. Okay? Right. Then we have, we, can we agree? Okay? Can we agree that this is a gospel? Yes. Amen. Okay? Can we agree that it is godly inspired? Can we agree that God wrote this down for us to use? Can we agree that each one of us have a place? That we're comfortable in. Can we agree that each one of us has a place where we find that we don't exactly want to believe it that way? Did you catch that? Compromise the gospel. Sit back and say, no, that's not what that means. God wrote it down and says, Now I beseech you, brother, mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which ye have learned, and avoid them. Now, does that mean throw rocks at them? No. Does that mean judge them? No. That's not what God said. That's not what He said. He said, Avoid truth. In other words, go out of your way. You be nice. You be cordial. I told my kids, you be nice. You be cordial. Yeah. You be understanding, but don't lay your head in their lap. Right. Right. Find you another fishing hole. Yes. If they're all down there carrying on, carrying on, you go somewhere else and find you another fishing hole. <laughs> God didn't say you couldn't go fishing. Just find another fishing hole. Right. Avoid them. That's what God said. Yeah. He said, avoid it. Yeah. So why would God tell you to steer away from somebody that's contrary to where you're going? Contrary to His Word. Contrary to what God's trying to do in your life. Contrary to what is happening in the church you attend. Contrary to your walk with Him. Contrary to your spirituality. Bless because it'll hinder you. See, that's what the devil will do. He'll send somebody, maybe you're strong in the Lord, and maybe you're walking and you're trying to do what God have you do and say what God have you say and be what God have you be. Well, they're pretty strong and faithful. What I'm going to do is I'm going to send it, and this is the way I see it. It ain't them little darts that are here. The one you got to watch is the one coming behind here. 
Well, you ain't got that shield up, so you can keep fighting them off. He'll get you from the back. And that's the one the devil sends to you. You know what he'll do? You sit down. You be quiet. Mm -hmm. I see you. Don't do nothing, Sam. You sit there. I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm not gonna do nothing. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna sit down. I'm not gonna do nothing. Because that's been a rough week. That's been. We're gonna cruise right through this thing. Not really gonna do nothing. Here we are. Same place, same shape. But you know what we did? We didn't avoid it. We got the truck road with us. And here we are. You see, again, I told you last week, it don't show up out there. It shows up in here. It's true. It shows up in your testimony. It shows up in your shout. It shows up in how you feel about your relationship with God. The design of it is to hinder your walk with God. And then you pray for them. You love them. You be kind. You be cordial. You, you just really just be nice. Don't you lay your head in their lap and tell you all their dreams and all your wants and wishes. Because you remember Samson when he told Delilah she didn't love him. She wanted his power and strength. What do you think the devil wants? He don't want this to be a shouting station. He don't want this to be where God is. He wants to hinder everything he can. Because what happens then is this. If someone said not too long ago, told me, he said, I was where I think it was working. Somebody said, well, that offends me. I said, hallelujah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I said, go somewhere and lay down. Mm -hmm. Because the book of Matthew says, it is needful that offenses come. Because offenses lead to repentance. That's why the whole world out there, they're offended and don't want you to say anything to them. But that's not what God said. So you, what you have to do? You got the void. Judge them? No, it's not what God said. Pray for them? Yes, that's what God said. Amen. that? Amen. But see, what we'll find ourselves doing is somebody may even have it on their mind or something. Say, well, you know, they don't do this and they don't do that, but they do this other. But we're just going to hang out. I really want to try to be a lie. In that place when God's on you to do that, that's okay. But in normal daily life, what will happen is you'll find that, uh, well, they're going to go to Lake Day, and uh, you know they are my buddies. They've, had, and they've invited me. So I'm going to go to Lake Day. You're in the border. And that's hindered your spirituality. That's hindered you walk with God. And the next time you come to church, yeah. <clears throat> and 
Am I right? Yes. This ain't me. I promise you, it's not me. And I had to wear this. And I sat down there and I scooted my chair back. And I thought I'd drink some coffee. I'll feel better tonight. It didn't work either. I still choked. God said, you're going to have to do this. I said, I'm telling you, Lord, I don't, the only people, about two people speak to me. He said, well, man, you'll be all right. Yes. All right. Bless the Lord. I sit here floors. Yesterday, up this. I was. I said, you don't have to do it. Why? It's needful. Yes. Amen. So we got the ordinance of God and the charge of God. Bless the Lord. And we have a walk with God. Yeah. But there's done the walk. There's a hindrance. Designed specifically to do one thing. Well, what do you think that is? What do you think the first thing after someone gets born again is saved? What do you think the first thing Satan wants? First thing. Straight up. No questions. There's no gray areas with it all. None. He wants testimony. Because you might actually. Say something to somebody that may want what you have. That's right. That's right. You might say something that might help them. You might say something that might encourage them to come to church. You might say something that convicts their heart. But they might be offended. I done said hallelujah. We need to be a little more offended. Because offenses lead to repentance. Amen. This is not mine. This is God. I'm telling you. How important is it that we walk with God? But in order to walk with God, you've got to avoid some Yes. It's And this flesh don't like it. Don't like it. That's just not what it be. You need to be. Now I beseech you, strongly encourage, brethren. It says to mark them. Know who they are. Know what their motive is. And avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus But their own belly. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Now why would you think God would write that down? Because we're simple. We're easy trick. I'm telling you, it's just I'm telling you, it's one person cuts you off on the way to work and you match three days. We're simple. We're easy. Devil can just wear us down with nothing. With nothing. God's bigger than that. But we're simple. We're easy prey. You know why? Because we ain't been aboard the things. And our armor's not polished up. And we're weak in the faith. And we just don't think that this applies to us. 
Yeah. We've got that wall built yeah. up, and it's a good one. I don't told you it's stout. And you move that brick, and you say, that ain't mine. Yeah. Can't believe they said that. Can't believe God said that. Yeah. Very be careful. Amen. For your obedience is come abroad unto all men. The whole world sees your walk with God. And you're not Which part do you think that they're going to think the most about? Mine don't want to hear it, but I'll tell them the same thing every time. And I've told them hundreds of times. Everything you do, these people lay on the porch of this church out here. That's right. Every wrong word, every accusation, Amen. every wrong decision he makes yeah. lays on that porch. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And on his back. Yes. Amen. It's the truth. Amen. It's the truth. Right here. In here. Bring it up and shame for show. Do I want to talk about that? No. Do I want to tell them? No. Does God require me to tell them? Yes. Do they like it? Absolutely not. But we have to do it. I am glad, therefore, on your behalf. But yet I would have you wise unto that which is good and simple concerning evil. God's bigger than anything out there. And the things the devil throws at us aren't that complicated. And God's bigger than that. His instructions are written in here for us to learn. But there's one word there that we kind of take lightly and find ourselves in a place where we shouldn't be. And that's the word evil. If it's not of God, avoid them. If it's going to affect your spirituality, avoid them. If it's going to offend your brother, see, I was thinking about this, and I began to pray, and God began to say that. So we've kind of forgot that offend your brother. Kind of yeah. Not I'm talking about offended in the Word of God offending you. I'm talking about in our daily walk of life, we forgot that. That's right. We might hurt somebody yeah. by our actions. We forgot that. We really have. We have forgot that. Consider yourself lest you be caught up in that same yourself. You may be wearing those shoes tomorrow. You don't even know. And the God of peace And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. So what 
in the world does that mean? That means by your walk with God and your avoidance of someone who is contrary to the doctrine, it will make them think. See if you if you if you hold hands with somebody long enough and you're actually bidding them Godspeed yep. and and condoning their actions and condoning what they do. So they begin to think it's okay. Yeah. But if you're still walking with God and doing what God have you done, being what God have you to be, then they see something. It's truth. And then it says right there. And the God of peace shall bruise Satan under your feet. So that means that you can walk over top of all the devil's tricks. You can walk over top of all his ploys out there that devises to make you hurt and to cause you problems and the things in their life that they want to put on you. I don't know if you have anybody in your life like that. I do. Anyway. <clears throat> but then it stopped right here and it says this. And this is absolutely beautiful. I'm going to read to you. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. 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 Avoiding those that are contrary to what you're trying to walk God's is so important to your walk with the Lord. Right. Whether you want believers or not. You ain't careful, they'll put a spirit on you of aggravation. You think that's not true? Oh, yes, it is true. They'll put a spirit of doubt, discouragement. They give that good old fashioned discouragement. You been there? You been there? I'd probably testify, but I probably not ought to. Not I'll just sit here. And there we are. And again, I've told you before, lost them in that door. You know what I'm saying? While we're playing church. While we're going through the motions and not following God. Did you know that your testimony of what God brought you through this week might help me next week? <clears throat> Do you know that one day this week, after 16 years, Satan come on me so hard in my workplace that I really entertained going back to God. And I know how to do it. 
Somebody had to eat some crow and fixed it. Uh, I didn't do it. Amen. I've done my usual. Turn that gospel up Move my paperwork so they can see my Bible. Put somebody lay down. Doesn't do that. See, it's important. But you see. Yeah. Yeah. So known about that. Didn't have a word to say. Didn't have a word to say. Okay. Do the same thing for you. But in order for that to happen, you've got to avoid some things. And whether they listen or not, you still got to say. If they're offended, thank you, sweet Jesus. Because offenses lead to the pain. Amen. And that's where we need to be. How needful is it? There. Hey, how needful it was. God wrote it down. And I had to wear it and wear it. Sit on it. No, no, no. No, no. See, every day we're faced with the city. Mm -hmm. We need to make sure that God's in it. We need to make sure that it's of God. We make, need to make sure that we're not just trying to appease the flesh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to make sure that it doesn't affect our walk with God. Amen. How hard is that to do? It's not hard to do, but it's easy because we're simple. God told us we were. He just told us we're simple. That means we're easy to trick. Oh man. So it's needful that we know that the doctrine of God was written down for our help. We need to know the gospel comes for strength. But if you've got that wall built up, as I spoke of, stronger. And you're peeking over there once in a while to blurt back what your opinion is. Put back. You're on this side, and you're simple, you're weak, you're of no value. Because you just told your whole opinion in it. I told you last week what God wrote out of the Bible was your opinion. And He wrote mine out too, by the way. Because I'm telling you, when I read it, I'd heard that before, but I, I sat down literally. I fell out of my chair. I said, thank you, sweet Jesus. My goodness. So, it is so important that you apply the words of this book 
and the gospel of praise to your heart yes. and to your life and your daily walk of life. And let it be constantly turning over inside your heart of what God brought you from. What God's done for you. How God's helped you. And do you know the church needs to know that? Mm -hmm. yeah. A lot of times we'll come in here and leave back out. And I don't, you know. I yeah. thought, well, a whole another week, God didn't do nothing for nobody. Yeah. I know that's not true. Yeah. But God brings us through it that we forget to thank Him and forget to tell anybody else right. how good He is to us. Right. How they don't know if you don't tell. But in order to do that. And to see that. See, you have to see that. Now how can you see that? You got that wall of trees. And you're not looking, you're not listening, and you ain't seeing. Mm -hmm. Well, another Sunday, I gotta go to church. All of us still love each other. We don't have to. We choose to. We get comfortable. In our seat of doom. Well, I took the death of this. That's good to us. Yes, Our brother, we deserve. But you need to get a place where you can hear. Yeah. <coughs> At least turn half the wall down. Amen. But I think once God starts turning the wall down, you probably have to just kick all of it and find out some things. Find out where you're at. But in order for that to happen, you gotta be willing to move. That's the truth. Can't stand there and look at it before something happens. No, it ain't happening. Don't look at it all day long. No. I put some in the mind of some of them more than working. They ain't good for their work. They didn't want you to do it all day. <laughs> They're out there and they do. Sure would love to hear what God brought you to. Yes. It's my heart's desire. Amen. Can somebody say, hear what God brought you to? Yeah. You think that's going to be a help? Oh, yeah. Yes. Did you know, maybe Tuesday I might be going through the same thing. I was hey, devil, get behind me. I already know how this works out. Amen. I know how this works out. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to avoid you. I'm going to go in the other door. I can't go back at the other door. I'm not even talking to you. Love you. Have a nice day. And I'm going to avoid them. God is wonderful. And He's precious. And He wrote that down so we know. Because what I have planned out was probably driving and you probably sit down. My wife would tell me that wasn't your best one. Just the truth. I hang my head down. Yeah.
Now she said, did you do what God told you to do? Yeah, it's true. I said, what God told me to, she said, you'll be all right. Amen. That's the truth. I appreciate my church, my Christian yes. brothers and sisters. Yes. Yes. It's needful. Yes. Amen. Yeah, it is. It's needful. It'll help us. Ain't a thing in here hurts. Ain't a thing in here hurts. It hurts feelings. Yeah. I'll make one cry. <laughs> Put your goes. Pick your feet up. Now watch, ready? Step up to it. Step up. Because see, if you're not moving forward, you're actually backing up. Amen. If you're stuck in the same spot, you're not you're backing up. I appreciate you very much. That's your little lesson. I know it ain't much, but there it is. I thank you, Lord, for sending my wife. Now, that's more than a good half of the thing. I don't know about I don't know about the two laps you took out of that free drink you teaching. But I believe you're going to wear your lap, you do. I appreciate that. Anybody else? I'm sorry, He might have got another one, but we didn't. Anybody else? Testimony is what God has brought you through. 
he wants to steal those too. It's like he was saying something that you've been through that week that God has brought you through. That testimony might help him through the next week. So it's not just your salvation testimony. He wants to take all of those testimonies, all of them, because he don't want us helping each other. What we went through that week. Let me take what God did for me this week and then tell it. That will help somebody else. It's not just your salvation testimony that he wants, which is the most important one. He wants all of it. Um, so that we are not able to help each other. And I just thank God that I'm saved. I thank God for my church. I thank God for my pastor. I thank God for my Sunday school teacher. I thank God for all the preachers. I thank God for the piano players. I thank God for the singers. I thank God for the ones that sit here and pray. I thank God for everything. And I know y'all will drive buses. We have so many souls on that bus. And I pray every day. I walk around my bus because we have to do a check. And I pray all the way around my bus and inside my bus, protect us. We've got all those kids on there, protect us. So right. we should be doing that anyway. Yes, right. Not just the bus with the kids on there. We've been praying over our souls for that day and our family and our friends and our loved ones. Right. I, just, I just thank God I'm saying everything that he's brought me through. It's true. Right. Appreciate that. Yes.